Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. I'm Kathy Anella, here with my co-host. And I am Tim Poma, brought to you by (laughs) a big hug, a bunch of love, sending it out to you and everyone that needs a hug. Welcome, Kathy. That is Hey, that is collective hugging right there because, honestly, that is absolutely what we need. And you know what? Happy Friday. Happy Friday before Labor Day. Like, this is kind of a big deal. For me, Labor Day weekend always symbolized uh, the end of summer, which, as a summer girl, was always, like, a little bittersweet. But I'm also a fall girl, so it's kind of like... When it happens, I'm always, like, embracing those last days of summer as best I can and then so ready to nestle into the beauty of the fall season, which is, you know, spectacular. I'm an orange girl. Orange is one of my favorite colors. And so when fall hits, it's just like magic for sure. So anyway. I have to say that uh, as coming into fall, I'm very excited. I love the leaves change. I love the weather change. You know, after being dried out in the summer for a, a long amount of time, I cannot wait for the rain. Oh, thank you for sending so much rain. Rain, um, rain. Everybody should just, like, do a little rain dance because God knows uh, we're here in Northern California. And in Northern California, as you, if you are, you know, out of the state, which I know we have listeners all the way over in Sweden, which, you know, shout out to the uh, U.K., but... I just want to say that if you you know you know us at all, it's we need rain, we need water, and the only way we're going to get that is from rain. So yes, don't you want to rain dance? Uh, so hey, so, okay, so so much to unpack uh, in our current state of affairs in the world, and as the Best Life Cafe uh, mission statement, you know, I have always been an advocate for how do we live our best life. And how do and you know your best life always comes in moments. It comes in the daily moments, the joys that you feel, the excitement in life, the knowing you're in the flow, the alignment, the synchronicities. Like all of those things are what, in my opinion, lead to your best life. But in the current state of affairs in our in our country, or in our globe, uh, it's really hard to kind of find your carefree attitude because it is so heavy and so much more than any of us ever imagined December 31st, 2019. Like when you think back to that day, uh, it's almost like right after that in rapid speed, the world started to change and you know, it hasn't come back and you know, it's uh, diversity and division. It's blame, it's fear and, what we really need to draw in is peace and calm, which are all vital components to a full content life. And so with that in mind, I just want you to know that the conversation that Tim and I are having today is really about love versus fear. And I, as one, understand all the fear, and I, as one, understand all the love, because I feel like there's groups of people that are coming together in contrast with, and I, and I think I speak for you, Tim. We are we are advocates for freedom and freedom of choice, and and Absolutely. we don't we want every single I want every single human being on the planet to be able to make their own choices for their own life when it comes to their physical health, and so uh, that puts me in a precarious position, you know, because 
uh, people weren't expecting me to come out like that. And so I did get a little pushback from people. But I also know that living your best life means being authentic to who you are. And it's about being true to yourself and true to the values that you possess. And if that conflicts with somebody, it's hopeful that you can come together in a loving way. And so that's what I'm an advocate for. Yeah, I, I'm right in there with you. You know, um, I, I really truly believe that everyone should do what they think is in their best interest, you know, to be healthy, stay fit, stay active and motivated. Um, I think that one of the things that I've seen recently is so much division created by um, having or not having. Yeah. And, and, and it really causes me as a loving individual uh, a lot of pain sometimes, but I know that it's just part of the process, right? Um, it just saddens me that, you know, back when all this first started, was it December 31st, basically, of 2020? Or um, no, I mean, you mean in the original? The, it was March of 2020 is really when the okay. world changed as far as like for our, the first time in our adult lives and for our children, their lives, we were sort of said, hey, your freedom's being taken away for uh, for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And, for but the crazy <laughs> thing was is that at that point in time, we all had the same fears. We all had the same unknowing. Yeah. We had this uncertainty. We didn't, sure. we weren't aware of what was next to come. And now fast forward, we're so divided and people think they're right. And people think that other people that aren't following what they say are wrong. And in reality, there is no right or wrong answer in this. It's what you feel is right for you. And, you know, I, I can't tell people what to do. I don't want to tell people what to do. That's not my place. I'm just sitting here sending out love and hopefully having people realize that being a free thinker, an independent individual, is not a bad thing. And I sincerely hope that everyone does what they need to do to keep themselves safe at this time. And, um, you know, that's, that is it well, in a nutshell I for me. You know, yeah, I, uh, well said. And I believe, you know, like you said, we all have this choice. But, but what I see happening is this extreme lack of empathy for, the, for each side. And, <clears throat> excuse me, more so on, you know, one side that, that, that decided that they wanted to they, that they wanted to do that, that they wanted to take care of themselves in the way that they knew how. And, but, in, but, but instead, they're harboring resentment for the people who are deciding not to take, you know, the medicine that the world is giving you to, to fight this virus. And, and so what's happening is there's a lot of resentment, and then that resentment meets the other side, and the other side is like, but wait, I'm just trying to protect myself, you know, and What happened to me, what was the deciding factor to me, was when I heard some pretty evil statements being made about people who chose to not put a medicine in their body that they didn't feel comfortable with. And 
it was evil to the point of they wished that they would just die in the halls of an ER. And when somebody actually puts and proclaims a statement like that, words become, you know, thoughts become words, become actions. You put that out in the universe. You write that down on Facebook. It hits a person like me, and now I'm afraid because I'm afraid that if I get sick and go to a hospital, I'm going to be one of those people that they just let live in the hospital. So you put that kind of information out there, and that is what creates this ripple fear effect on both sides of this issue. You have one issue of people who shouldn't have to be living in fear because they did this, but they still are because it isn't working properly the way that they thought it would work. And then you have this other side that's just like, you know, now I need to be afraid if I'm even going to get help for a illness that I had no part in creating, you know. And But, but hopefully and, the people who are in that position are doing their part and maybe staying home and taking care of their bodies and working out and filling themselves with all the drugs and putting their energy field out there so they don't penetrate anyone else. And, you, you know, you, you do your part on this side if you're choosing that. So anyways, I just needed yeah. to get that off my chest because it's just so hard for me to see. <laughs> Do you feel better? Like, yeah, I mean, a lack of empathy is not a good emotion to carry around because it makes you cold and it makes you bitter and it makes you angry. So, like, I'm just asking people to have empathy for both sides of this, of this issue and come together in love and try to come to solution rather than throwing daggers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, when I think about love and fear, it's it's a very interesting thing because I was reviewing some of Neil Donald Walsh's works recently, and he was talking about love is all there is, and fear is an absence of love. But that's not necessarily true because he later goes on to talk about how a tyrant loves power so much that he is willing to do anything in his power to get that power because his love of not having the power creates the tyrant. So even if we were to take a broader scope of the world and like, let's say, for example, a terrorist, they're only a terrorist because they differ with our beliefs and what we're feeling. But what's happening in their eyes is they love something so much, they're willing to die for it, they're willing to fight for it, they're willing to do whatever it takes because they have attached their identity to an ideology, a philosophy, a thought process, a religion, something like that. So when we really start breaking this down a little bit, now let's talk about our present situation that we find ourselves in. The people that are are angry that the other people aren't taking the jab are people that have a lot of love and they're afraid. They're afraid to lose their friends. They're afraid to lose their yeah. family. They're yeah. afraid. Yeah. But for me, coming, like, I, I'm a very lucky individual. I had a near-death experience. I know exactly where we go when we pass away. We move beyond and it's the most beautiful, the most loving experience that you can have. There is no fear in the divine's eyes. And if we can really wrap our head around this and ask ourselves in this current situation, is it that we are afraid of? Are we afraid of death? Are we afraid of dying? Are we afraid of loved ones dying? Let me tell you, 
where you get to go is the most glorious victory dance that you could ever have. It's amazing. And I mean, like, when I had to choose to come back here, I kind of didn't want to. And and you can see why sometimes when you look around, <laughs> there's so much confusion and fear, you know, like broadcasting over the radio waves, and it becomes daunting at some point in time. But I have faith. I have love, and I have you know, a big group of friends that love me dearly. And although we differ at points in time on to be or not to be, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with me being an end, independent individual who has a lot of love and decides to be an advocate for choice, an advocate for freedom. I, you know, interesting, you said that I had uh, dinner with a friend last night who has a complete polar opposite uh, view than I, and we had the most magical conversation about it. It was, uh, it was wonderful that we could both go back and forth and sort of share our points of views, because I also believe that right now what people need to do is talk about it. Like if you could have support groups for both people where it's like, you know, let's get these feelings out on the table and let's really show and come together as a community on how we can all battle this together and still have dinner with our friends inside, you know, because like you said, there's a lot of people that are intermixed here with different values about it. And some, it could be my best friend that I had dinner with last night, you know? So uh, I I wanted to touch back on your near death experience because I do believe that a lot of the fear has to come from a fear of, dying or a loved one dying or a child getting sick. And as a parent, I understand the frustration, like you mess with my babies and you're messing with, you know, mama bear times 10. And so any mother out there who's feeling unprotected or feeling that we, uh, that, that, that the, that the, the people who are the the have not, we want to call these, call it, it's so crazy. We even have to have a name, unvaccinated people. If that is, you know, they're afraid for their kids. Like I get it. You know, as a mother, I, I, I want my kids protected. I want people not around my kids that are not protected. And it's just an instinct. So I understand it. But what I think is happening is that the, the lack of empathy and this sort of fear of seclusion for yourself is what's creating this division. And I think that we need to come together and have conversations and be able to really just be heard. Whether it changes things or whether it doesn't is honestly out of our control because it is in the control of a president, it is in the control of a governor, it is in control of a public health officer. And that's pretty much the bottom line. And so if it's out of our control, why are we biting at each other? You know, why don't we all do the best we can with our information and our body talking to us and and just just be you know God I could circle back to a show twenty you know twenty shows ago just be just just let it be and take care of you and yours do your part that yeah way. absolutely you know uh, at, at times like this I take a deep breath and I think about spiritual health and spiritual health is like serenity, peace, joy, happiness, love. And I would say on a global scale, we're having a crisis of of faith, almost, where people don't, they don't know what to believe. 
And so they're just yeah. following what other people are telling them. And, you know, I've, I've seen our media and our government lie constantly, continually, for as long as I have been in existence on this planet. And, you know, I, I think to myself, like, we could affect change instantly if we all wanted it. If we all decided, decided that enough is enough, I'm done playing games, I'm not going to let these people, the politicians, uh, you know, control my thought process or control me anymore. Because when I think of like feeding hungry people, we have the money to do it. I mean, hell, yeah. we just left like $8 billion worth of helicopters, Humvees and guns in Afghanistan. That's your tax dollars. That's my money. There's there's a yeah. lot of division on that too. And, and, and that's the global piece, you know, that I was talking about. It's like we're feeling the energetic of millions of people whose life have been disrupted in, in that way. And it's and so it, it, it's like, well, that's it. So I, I feel like from an energetic, if we're energetic spirits and we're energetic beings, right, that's what we are. You know, deep down, we are spirits that came came here. And, oh, so it's, it's just, I lost my thought. But, but, but if we are energetic, energetic beings. Feeling, no. Yeah, we're feeling all this energy from all these different events. And even if you don't watch the news, you can't, like I have completely turned off the news, but you can't really escape what's happening in somebody's Instagram story that, you know, you, you often look at. You know, you're going to get these current events exactly. in your face. And and so, it. but but I, I, I will tell you that watching the news or turning off the news for even two or three days is not a bad idea right now to regroup and figure out who you are, where you stand, and and own it. You know, on either side of the fence, own it. We're we're good here. Uh, you know, like I you know want what? people to be who they are. Yeah, and you just said it. We're good. Everything is all good. Everything is exactly as it's supposed to be to affect the oh, biggest so part of change. <laughs> I, I know it is, but uh, you know, um, if we allow our um, decisions to be measured by the appropriate nature of others. Will we ever find peace? <laughs> you know, like there's there's so much going on right now that it seems that uh, our fear has paralyzed us to some extent. And I just want to bring it back to that big hug that I was given at the very beginning of the show and tell you all I love you very much. And I'm proud of all of you for doing what you thought or think is right. I won't judge you, and please don't judge me for, you know, being myself. Because you know, I, I mean well. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I don't think anyone's trying to hurt anybody. But, you know, like, we create our reality by cha- by changing our energy. And we change our energy by changing our thoughts. Okay? Wayne Dyer 101. And in order to get there, so let's just say, you know, like I'm living in fear, like I just told you, like I have a fear about going to the hospital and then, you know, not getting yeah. help. Like that was, that's a legit, right? So, so how do you do that? In order to shift your perception, you have to first notice that it's a negative thought. Notice your fear-based stories and, and ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? What 
what's the underlying feeling? Like you were saying, fear of losing a loved one or, you know, like peeling back that onion. Why am I having this negative thought? So what's my fear? Maybe my fear boils down to abandonment. And the thought of being abandoned in, in a hallway because I was abandoned by somebody I loved, who knows when, even another lifetime, uh, I think I do have abandonment issues, actually. I think we've worked that out in therapy somewhere. But, you know, so I get that that may be where what I am feeling. And then the second step to that is to forgive yourself for having the thought because, you know, call out your negativity, forgive yourself for having the thought and showing me what I don't want. So, okay, now, so now I'm like, I don't want that to be my reality. So I am going to immunity up. I'm going to be really healthy. I'm going to do everything I can. Because then the third step in this is to search for the next best feeling thought. Reach up for something you believe in. So I believe that a strong immunity system will keep me, whether I get the virus, whether I don't get it, will keep me at, you know, in, in my health because I'm strong. So those are the three steps to escaping fear. You know, I'm going to wrap it up. Notice your fear. Forgive yourself for having the thought and search for the next best thought. And then that creates an energy that doesn't have fear in it. And so you're no longer living in fear. You're living in reality. Absolutely. I was going to say You should have a podcast, Kathy. (laughs) You should have a podcast. That was excellent. (laughs) Great idea. I think that um, opening and understanding Right. So like if we were to look at our fear and examine it and say, okay, what is this arising from? Is it a need? Is it a fear of not having the need met? Is it a thing? Is it a person? What is the fear that we're holding? And then understand it. And when you dig inside, like you were saying, that fear of abandonment, where did that come from? Is it something that's from like a past life? But what, what happens when we jump the hurdles of fear and like break away into that home stretch of love. Amazing things. Well, then you're like, I already feel better. Okay. So like you literally just witnessed the whole thing transform because when I had originally said to you, uh, you know, I have this fear based on that Facebook post, I have this fear. And then I just walked through that exercise and I was like, all of a sudden I was like, I don't see myself on that floor of the of the emergency room and that is how you change it you change your perception of the situation you know uh you know i i guess it's just like like you said there has to be this understanding that that it's all driven by love and even if other people cannot see through their own filter of criticism you know you still have to be driven by love because every one of us is a piece of all that is so once you put us all together, one way or the other, you know, that's that's the love. That's the collective love that we need right now more than ever. Is yeah, to come indeed. together in love and, and and understanding and calmness and stop that anger. And and so, anyways, I, I pray more now than I've ever prayed. You know, and I saw I saw this today that was like uh, was like it showed a person it was a meme and it showed a person December thirty first two thousand nineteen and they have this like normal look on their face, and then you have December thirty first twenty twenty and it's just like a blank black box like twenty twenty is the year that no one knows what really happened happened, and then you have twenty twenty one and the guy's face is like holy cow like nobody could have seen a year ago when we were all in this together that 
that a short eight months later, we would be divided in love and fear. And, you know, so I pray a lot. I, I think that prayer right now is really what we need as a collective group of individuals on the planet. If everybody was sending love and sending prayer and, you know, thinking about eradicating this, this thing that's hanging over our heads and push it out of our existence collectively. We're spirits. We have the power. Why wouldn't we? Yes, we sure do. So I have a question for you. <laughs> if we were to have a collective prayer, what do you think the prayer would be? Like this is the prayer you're going to basically manifest right now live on Best Life Cafe, the prayer that people can all say together to bring back that loving feeling. Mm. I mean, my prayer would be that everyone is safe and that we're all go back to the, the reality that we're all in this together and that I would pay, pray for world peace, you know, like on a global level, because I think it starts with the ripple in, you know, so you have this world peace of people coming together and then it kind of ripples in and then you start with your inner circle of peace inside and that ripples out. So it would really just be for peace in, in your heart for, for everybody. Absolutely. You know, uh, I just had this weird glimpse in my mind of Monsters, Inc. Have you seen that movie? Of course. Okay. So, you know, their whole purpose is to scare little kids to get energy. Right? Well, what happens when they find out that laughter has more energy in it than fear? (laughs) The fear goes away. Uh Uh-huh. And then there's no more scared little kids. There's just laughing little kids. And then energy is abundant. Ladies and gentlemen, we are still, we may be adults, but we are still little kids. And I would broadcast out to you, do not be afraid. Have love. Have understanding. Have compassion for each other, for one another. Find that empathy that we need to, to move forward in this lovely life that we live. It's such a blessing to be alive, even in the chaotic times. It's like a breath of fresh air when we all work together on a common goal. And I cannot wait till that day comes. (laughs) Namaste. No, I agree with that. (laughs) I had this this quote by Martin Luther King that I thought was so, so right on point. And uh, where is it? Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And, you know, when we go back to those simple principles of of if somebody is showing hatred towards you or you're feeling it under attack and you meet it with love and understanding and compassion and allow them to feel their hate, which is a real emotion, uh, I think we get farther than if we try to hate back, you know, it's that hate back and that hate forward, that hate back. Yeah, it's like fighting begets more fighting, right? Like if yeah. I'm fighting for yeah. my right to party and you're fighting for your right to party and then we're fighting <laughs> each other for our own rights to party, like how about we don't fight? Like I don't understand, but I get it, right? Because it's a very primal thing to – 
an urge that we have that is representational of like a, I don't want to say past life, but something that our brains have been wired to do because survival was an inherent thing that it had to do when we were primates or whatever the case may be, you know, when we were. Right. Like, like if you want to go down that deep, like I get it, like that was the primal instinct was survival. So it is, you know, I know I'm a survivor because I've been through so many things that I thought I wouldn't survive that I survived, you know, you as well. And, and so when you go through things where you're like, wow, I just, wow. Like, I survived that? Are you kidding? Because six months ago, you couldn't have told me I would have survived this in the moments of pain and anguish and fear of the unknown and uh, being out of control of what you can do in your life. And those those times uh, that you do survive those, you really do build that strong muscle of faith and knowing that, you know, it's going to be okay no matter what happens because you're going to adjust and adapt and you're going to live the best life you can. <laughs> That's all we got. Dang straight. Dang straight. I'm living it. I actually, in, in the frame of living my best life, I went and bought an exercise okay, bike last that? night. Oh. And I'm going to set it up in my garage. And when I'm not mountain biking on my real bike, I will uh, get on it and do about a 30-minute class a day. Well, you'll be proud to know that I went to the gym and swam five days in a row last week. Ooh, congratulations. Well, it's the first time since pandemic that I had a regular swimming schedule. Uh, It felt so good. And I, you know, made it a part of my day. Like I literally was just like, okay, at 3 p.m. you are getting up from your desk and you are going to swim. And uh, it was uh, a very, you know, and then it's, you know, once you have a pattern disruption, you know, like you disrupt the pattern of not going to the gym by going to the gym, then you're like, okay, today I'm going to go, you know, you, you, you have to interrupt this life you're living to get change. So my pattern disruption was to, to not just sit and work, but to get up and actually drive the seven minutes to the gym and, you know, get in the pool and have some coffee time. And it was really cool. And I was like, well, this is a big part of who I was that I'm, I haven't been able to be, you know, in a long time. For whatever reason, I didn't go to the gym. There was no reason. I was paying yeah. for it every month. Well, There's no reason. I just didn't. And so now I am. And so now I'm fitting it back into my life. And it, I got to tell you, it feels really good to be there. It's like you forget that, that the Ukiah Valley Athletic Club, shout out, is home. You know, I've been there for so, so many years, and it, 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 it's, a, it's a home environment. It is a safe environment. You go in, you take your temperature every day. You're just like, I'm good, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's just a really, uh, I realized it was just a really good place for me to spend time with myself again, and yeah, so I really loved it. So it's like, these are the kind of things that I want all of us to do, like start figuring out where can you put your energy to bring joy back into your life during these times. Yeah. And also remember that one step builds momentum. So Kathy, you made it to the gym one day and then you had so much good energy that you made it back a second day and then a third and then a fourth. And now five days in a row. That's amazing. Um, you know, I don't think during, I'm today because I want to head to the lake today. So, but yeah, well, go paddleboard, go have some fun, go I'm enjoy go yourself. Paddleboard, yeah, yeah. Take a deep breath, release some yeah. energy. So we all need um, this weekend. Take some time off this weekend and get into your your joy. That's think. right. That's right. 
I have a very big weekend planned. Uh, I have two very good friends, um, Erica and Matthew, who are getting married on Saturday Mm. at their house. And I have been up there helping them set up. It's been quite a process. Oh, I did that two weeks ago. So fun. Isn't it fun? It's going to help. It's great. great. I can't wait. On Saturday. The oh, fifth, it's going to be so or, much no, fun. I love, yeah. I love weddings. Like weddings, I don't know what it is, but I love weddings. I just. I, well, I mean, what's I not to love about a wedding? You know, A, it's a party. B, it's someone yeah. sharing their love for someone else. You know, I spend a lot of time as a wedding photographer. So I've been to a ton of different weddings. Yeah. And it's just such Catering. a beautiful I, thing. I've been to a ton, too. Yeah. It's such a beautiful thing to watch people who really love each other like yeah. say their vows and they start crying when they're talking about what they're doing and how they're feeling. And I'm just like, Oh, that's so good. It's so good. Well, and I think it's lovely to have commitments in love. And, and, and I think there's some safety and security right now that, 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 that joining together in marriage is bringing people because I've, I've noticed a lot of people are getting married and, and I think people want that security and that safety and that partner that they can count on and that person that, that they can, you know, just come home and be like, wrap their arms around them and be like, hey, you know, we're in this together. So I think there's a lot of that needed in the world today. So yay, congratulations to your friends. And yeah. uh, all right, so your Labor Day weekend is spent partying at a wedding with friends, and I'm going to go to the lake and just chill the F out. I've got some books, and I I think I have some people coming to, you know, use the, the lake for a couple hours, and we're going to just chill out. Right on. Too. Yeah, it's going to be good. So I just want to send everybody out there for Labor Day, um, you know, if you are a worker, an employee, or you run your own business, uh, this is the weekend you're not working. (laughs) This is Labor Day. So this is the time when you need to just put down the work and go have some fun, be with your loved ones, stay safe, uh, you know, and really do your best to, um, you know, keep us together, keep us healthy. Yeah, totally. I, I like that a lot. All right. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, I think that um, as usual, I'd love to say thank you all for listening. Um, please like, share, subscribe, uh, email, fax. Uh, you can send Bitcoin. <laughs> you can do all kinds of fun stuff. Um, and as we leave, <laughs> yeah. I would just like to say Absolutely. in the name of love and all things sacred, uh, please stay safe out there. Do what's best for you. Do no harm to others. Send love and gratitude in all the directions of the universe. In the name of love and all things sacred, I bless you all. Did I sing today? <laughs> yeah, no, you didn't sing. Oh, my uh, God, it's not a podcast. I don't even have a song. Okay, well, you know. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. <laughs> there you go. That that's out. the only that's thing great. that they've just All right. On that note, take care, everybody. Have a safe we weekend. We can end it. See you next time. Much love. Bye. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, 
cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.